Matthew's Pizza, clicking search, and it says, is that 
is it was that so hard? And yeah, it goes to Google yeah, for so you. So basically, just basically rubbed it in the face of that person who was too lazy to do that themselves. That they made you do that. It's awesome. And it's, so, so you can be like, everybody has Google. <laughs> you you don't need to ask me for the address to to, you to a restaurant. It. You can find it. Yeah, it's so great. It's, it's a great way to really just rub it in great. their face. So, but anyways, just do that with escape rooms. Okay, you could Google it. But uh, I'm basically <laughs> going to Google that for you over a podcast. But it's a it's a room where there's a bunch of puzzles there's a bunch of clues and you try to escape and you try to escape done yep okay now we talk about that <laughs> <laughs> no but it's so much fun i i've done like five of them you've done a ton i've really enjoyed them i think that they're that they're really cool um and it's just something different see see i'm the sort of guy where if we're gonna go out on like laura and i are gonna go on a date or if we're gonna hang out with friends i don't want to just do the same old thing over and over i like doing different things i like doing new things i like challenging myself okay, i like puzzles down. i like escaping from rooms so an escape room is perfect and so we all went with our family so you go you and- walk in and there's a there's a theme this the theme that we did was an art gallery yeah the artist yeah. was disappeared. You had to find her. We had to find her. We had to find clues yeah. to figure out where she was. I really want to do a scary escape. Room. I know. They, where they, there's one where they chain you up, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah I've heard of one where you're like chained up in the dark and there's a serial killer that's coming back in an hour. You have an hour to escape. And you gotta oh. you gotta find your way out. Yeah, it's awesome. So basically, there's it starts with like one little clue, and then it each leads clue to leads another, to another one, leads to another, another one. Eventually, you can get out of the room. Yeah. Is basically what it is. Well, you have an hour, and you try to see how fast you can get out. If you even get out, the room that we were in had an escape rate of like thirty percent or something. Did like that. Did we get through? Oh yeah, oh, we easily. Yeah. We were the Not best. Only that we had the best time of the month. Yeah, yeah, easily. So because because we're smart people. The, so, the all time best record for this particular room that we were in, which if you're curious, we were at Baltimore. Baltimore, which is down. Shout out, yeah. another, another sponsor. sponsor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Google it, um, and uh, it's close to the Inner Harbor, and um, and so the the record for that particular room was like forty one minutes. Get yep. out in forty one minutes. We got out in forty seven. Yes, we're pretty close. So, but what what was it was us two, our wives, our sister, and her husband, mm-hmm. and then our parents. Yeah. So what was fun was that. My mom and dad had never done it before. Yeah, and dad had no idea. Like we got, he we got in. He was like, "What do we do?" Yeah, <laughs> we're like, "You start looking for yeah. something." Like, really? Uh-huh. And then when they were explaining like the story, uh-huh. he started laughing at him. <laughs> he went, "Okay, yeah, yeah. this gonna be good." That's what he always says. <laughs> we're walking up. He, he's making fun of it the whole time. I think he liked it though. He did. He actually fished a key out of like a little mini aquarium. Yeah. He got into it. Yeah. And mom, mom, I know we knew would like it. Mm-hmm. She felt like she didn't do a lot because it, when she you was have, helpful. I know when you have eight people, you always feel like and and they never done it before. We knew some of the tricks. Mm-hmm. Um, the coolest one was at one point you opened a box and it yeah. was a re- remote control car. The remote control, yeah. And you started moving it. And we heard the car in the other room. We're like, yeah. "There's another room, right?" And then we had to look through the people and uh-huh. find where to put it. It was sweet. It was really cool. And then you put the car in its parking spot, and then all of a sudden, uh, numbers came on in your room. That was a combination to get in the door where the car was. It was really cool. The last thing you had to do. The- and now we're giving away everything. If they're going to Baltimore's, I'm not gonna give it. Okay. <sighs> Just the last thing that they did, I'm not giving it away, but I solved it, and oh I was the reason goodness. we got out. Oh my! That is goodness. true, wasn't it? You're not the reason we got out because <laughs> other people who solved it at that point. Other people solved other things. I just want a yes or no question. The last riddle we had to solve, who solved it? I did. Did, did it? I solve it? Whatever. No. Yes or no? Kind of. I did. I went. Oh, it's this. It's it's this. I don't want to give it away. Okay, then when I was going to this one, and it was like, oh, it's a letter. Oh, there's the code. Bam, bam, bam. Let's get out. 
47 minutes. Thanks to me. Congratulations, Eric. Thanks to me. Congratulations. You're welcome, family. You're welcome, Valentine Clan. What were we called? The Valentinis. The Valentinis. That's yeah, a pretty good name. Yeah. Yep. See we, if you can beat us if you're in Baltimore. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. 47 minutes. Well, we already gave away a couple of things. We gave away the remote control car. We gave away the fish and the key out of the fish well, tank. Well, you knew we were going to have to do that. Yeah. But there was other things that were pretty hard. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll post a picture of our family that just finished it with yeah. the time because we definitely did that. We, we talked about this a couple episodes ago where we um, all summer we... We basically missed a bunch of stuff at the end of the summer when yeah. we weren't recording for like a month. Uh, and one of the things that we just briefly said was the Nashville statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, we figured that's we can't just briefly talk about the Nashville statement. It's too big of a thing, especially in the Christian world or Christian culture, and even yeah. I mean even just any world. But um, that we need that's we need to be something that we talked about specifically just one episode. Yeah. So we figured, why not do it? Without Tom, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but <laughs> with, without him. If you don't know anything about what the Nashville statement is, we're going to do our best to to explain it and describe. It, and I'm going to read uh, part of it. But basically, just a quick summary is: it's 14 statements or 14 articles, and each article says we agree with something and we deny something for each article. Yeah, and there's 14 of them, and it's all about basically homosexuality and transgenderism. Um, yeah, transgender. hundred and fifty people, over yeah. hundred and fifty pastors signed it. Some pretty big names on there: James Dobson, uh, Francis Chan, uh, just a couple. But there's a pretty Matt big Carter. Yeah. yeah, there's pretty big names on there. So uh, a lot of pastors have signed it. It's called the Nashville statement because it was um, done in Nashville, which is like the Christian hub. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Nashville mayor came out and denounced it and was yeah. like. Because yeah. it's gaining a lot of attention at since being the Nashville statement. Yeah, like, yeah. This is not our city. It's not to reflect our city sort of a deal. Yeah. So why don't we do this? Because I've heard other podcasts talk about it. I've heard other people talk about it. But mm-hmm. I haven't. I've read most of it. I mean, but right before we started, we we finished reading all of it. Yeah. So why don't we read a good amount of it? Right. Just so the people more, that are listening need to know. Because there's parts. The ones that you need to know. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you can kind of briefly go over some of the other ones. But um, Shane, you have it uh, up. Yeah. So why don't you go through some of them that you think is important. Sure. And, and well, we'll, and before we do that, our, what our goal is, is to try to give you all different sides of this. Yes. The, what the people who wrote it, what they were, what, where, where they're coming from, the people who are against it, where they're coming from, yeah. and in between, all those sort of things. Well, so what we really encourage you to do is um, we'll try to give all the sides, yeah. and then we encourage you to read it yourself, do mm-hmm. some research yourself, and figure out what, what you believe when it comes to something like Honestly, this. Honestly, in anything that we do, we don't want you to just take our word for it. No, right? even as pastors, we yeah. say it all the time. You shouldn't just take our word for it. We shouldn't be spoon-feeding you Yeah, because we get a lot of stuff wrong as well. Yeah. So, but but all right, so let's... Do you want me to go through each article? Um, why don't you start with a couple of them? We can go through some of them quick, but... Okay. So basically, it starts off with the first article. It says, we affirm that God has denied... Or sorry, the, not denied. Designed... <laughs> Oh, this is also a terrible start. We affirm, Wait, <laughs> we affirm that God has designed marriage to be a covenantal, sexual, uh, procreative, lifelong union of one man and one woman mm-hmm. as husband and wife and is meant to signify the covenant love between Christ and his bride, the church. We deny that God has designed marriage to be a homosexual, polygamous, or pa- pali- polyamorous relationship. I don't know if I said that right. But we also deny that marriage is a mere human contract rather than a covenant made before God. So, th- so what they're saying is, it's not just a thing you do. It's mm-hmm. it's marriage. marriage 
Yeah, uh, but but they're they're saying specifically this is specifically for man and yep. woman. It's it, uh, the word lifelong was in there, yep. so that implies that they don't agree with divorce. That right. it's not just uh, a something you sign, but it's mm-hmm. a covenant with God itself. Yeah, himself. Well, and that's what, whenever I do a wedding, that's what I always I, tell I people. I say the same thing. It's yeah. like, look, this is, yeah, you need to get like a, a marriage license from the state, that sort of that, or that sort of thing. But ultimately, this is not a government uh, design thing. This is a covenant that you are making before God, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I try to get people to understand. Because if you're just going by the government, then it it means nothing. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, but the the main thing with that article is. One man and one woman, husband mm-hmm. and wife. But with, obviously, if you're not a Christian, then you mm-hmm. still get married. But we're the the type of marriage that we, the way we see marriage, uh, especially as as a as a Christian, is in that in the most it's a spirit most spiritual high moment of your life yeah. Yeah. is what I tell couples. Where obviously, if you're not, then it is just more like it is a commitment you're mm-hmm. making. Mm-hmm. Um, but then a lot of that stuff doesn't apply. Right. Right. So article number two. We affirm that God's revealed will for all people is chastity outside of marriage and fidelity within marriage. We deny that any affections, desires, or commitments ever justify sexual intercourse before or outside marriage, nor do they justify any form of sexual immorality. So don't hook up with anybody. Yeah. No premarital unless, sex. Unless your spouse. No premarital sex mm-hmm. and no cheating. Yep. So your spouse which, is the only person you should have sex with. and Which, which we agree with. Hundred uh, yes. percent, and yep. the scripture is clear in this area. Yeah, um, and yeah, so that's and but pretty... th- and that's something that the rest of culture doesn't agree with. Mm-hmm. Is no one you, te- te- you take a test drive? There's also you... yeah. There's also a lot of Christians who know that that's what the Bible says, but very, very, very few people are virgins when they get married. Yep, like very. It's it's insane how yeah. few people actually do that. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's I I I would like to see the stats on it, but it's. And and it doesn't matter whether you're Christian or not. Mm-hmm. It's the stats are pretty yeah. much the same. Yeah. And I know the divorce rate, Christian not Christian, is identical. Like yeah. that does not change just because you're a Christian or not right. a Christian. But this is something that I think is always kind of funny because whenever you talk about like homosexuality in the church, it's right away is like denounced. But premarital sex is just kind of like swept under the rug. Yeah. Like like if you do like some churches that won't um, like baptize anyone that's gay. Yeah. But will they baptize somebody that's living with their girlfriend? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they would. Yeah. Would they let them uh, lead a small group? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course mm-hmm. they would. Um, well, maybe not all, but yeah, that kind that, of stuff. That is a rule that I have at, at, in, at City on a Hill is if you are living with somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're doing outside of, uh, outside of this, but if you are living with somebody else, you cannot lead a small group. Living, living with your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or your boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. But anyway. So not like me living with Topper. Well, that, <laughs> that, that's a little... Anyways, all right. Article number three. We affirm that God created Adam and Eve, the first... Not Adam and beings. Steve. No, oh, I no, wish no. it said that. Oh. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. That's a singer. <laughs> we affirm that God created Adam and Steve. <laughs> well, you just said Adam and Steve. Oh, uh, did I? <laughs> yes. I, I honestly Freudian was trying slip. to say... Adam, we affirm that God created Adam and Eve... Yeah the first human beings in his own image, equal before God as persons and distinct as male and female. Okay. We deny that the divinely ordained differences between male and female render them unequal in dignity or worth. So basically, men and women are equal, but, but it also they are is, men and, and but women. they're separate. So that's, that's leading to the transgenderism yeah. stuff. And so, But they're equal. Um, and then article number four... Which is the a, church wasn't always... 
in agreement with. Right, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's, as a matter of fact, there are still churches yeah. that are not in agreement with that, which that's a whole other thing <laughs> that I have very strong opinions on. But yeah, easy, wrong. Yeah, easy. Yeah, easy. <laughs> Everybody's equal, and that women can absolutely preach the gospel because they are very good at it. Yeah, that's why. Axe says so. so. Go ahead. Yeah, we can talk about. We're, that, there's gonna be a whole other episode on that because there are probably yeah, Christians there are listening. a lot, especially with the. Uh, um, I've had debates with other people recently about yeah. like, well, they they shouldn't be the the head pastor, right? Right. Um, and because there's some scripture you can yeah. point to, but there's also other scripture you can point to that says the opposite of that. Right. But 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 a woman can be president. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They can't be. They can't leave well, the they, church. I don't know. People. <laughs> yeah, all, not people, all people believe that. We don't have. We've never Pro- had one. Probably, if you believe that women can't be lead pastors, you also don't want a woman to be president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would assume that's your stance. I don't know. And if that is not your stance, then you're a hypocrite. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, article number four. We affirm, this goes This goes into article number three. We affirm that divinely ordained differences between male and female reflect God's original creation design and are meant for human good and human flourishing. We deny that such differences are a result of the, of the fall or are a tragedy to be overcome. So still basically saying that they're that they're equal uh-huh. and that they reflect how God designed us. So men and women, even though they are different, still both reflect the image of God. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense? Makes sense. Article number five. We affirm that the differences between male and female reproductive structures are integral to God's design for self-conception as male or female, we deny that physical anomalies or psychological conditions nullify the God-appointed link between biological sex and self-conception as male or female. Basically saying, whatever you're born with is, is what you are. But, but in the end of it, kind of saying that if you're if you kind of have both or whatever, is that what that's saying at the end of it? Um, no, no, I think that's the, the, the next one. That's the okay, next article. Okay. This article is saying... If you're born with a penis, you're a male. You're a boy. If you're born with a vagina, you're a female. Okay? Shane, watch your mouth. <laughs> it's a Monday at lunchtime. Can, can, you, can you bleep that out? <laughs> but saying that we deny physical anomalies or psychological conditions nullify the God-appointed link. Mm-hmm. So, article number six, we affirm that those born with a physical disorder of sex development are created in the image of God and have dignity and worth equal to all other image bearers. They are acknowledged by our Lord Jesus in his words about eunuchs who were born that way from their mother's womb. With all others, they are welcome as faithful followers of Jesus Christ and should embrace their biological sex insofar as it may be known. We deny that ambiguities related to a person's biological sex render one incapable of living a fruitful life in joyful obedience to Christ. Huh? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> let's break this down. Okay. I, I think I heard listeners going. <sighs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is, basically, what this is saying is you can't make a blanket statement. So if if you believe that you are male or female based on your reproductive system, mm-hmm. right? You can't make that blanket statement because there are people in the world who are born with a physical disorder of sexual development. Is what this is saying because there are people who are born with both. It's a very yeah. small percentage, mm-hmm. but there are people who have that. And so what this is trying to say is even no matter where you're at, no, basically, if you have a penis, you're, you're a guy. If you have a vagina, you're a girl. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> but for those who have differences in that, who are born at, with both reproductive systems or those sort of things, eunuchs, as, as, as Jesus talked about, um, that 
even though you may be born that way, you are still absolutely made in the image of God. Gotcha. And that you have just as much um, to offer as anybody else. Yeah, never really heard um, pastors talk about <laughs> that right. That aspect of it. Right. Um, but yeah, makes sense. So that's, that's what that, okay. that's saying there. Article number seven. We affirm that self-conception as male or female should be defined by God's holy purposes and creation and redemption as revealed in Scripture. Okay. We deny that adopting a homosexual or transgender self-conception okay, okay, is consistent with God's holy purposes in creation and redemption. So just saying that we believe homosexuality is a sin yes. and being transgender is a sin. Yes. So that's basically what that article says. That's, that's, that's what that says. Gotcha. Okay. Clear. Next. Article number eight. We affirm that people who experience sexual attraction for the same sex may live a rich and fruitful life, pleasing to God through faith in Jesus Christ as they, like all Christians, walk in purity of life. Now, b- before I well, actually let me read the deny part. We okay. deny that sexual attraction for the same sex is part of the natural goodness of God's original creation or that it puts a person outside the hope of the gospel. But what it says here, which could catch some people in the we, we affirm part, is that uh, uh, where it says, like all Christians. So just because you have an attraction to the same sex, this statement is saying you are still you can still be a Christian. Okay. Same-sex attraction does not mean you are not a Christian. In the same way they would say like being tempted by something yes. is not a sin. It's, yes. not being, it's not a sin to be tempted. It's a sin to act on the temptation. What they're saying is, it will be a sin to act on those desires, yes. but you having those desires in itself not is not a sin from Christianity. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, and it says that also it says that sin, that sexual attraction to the same sex, it, they deny that that is a part of God's plan. Okay. So that God does not intend for you to be that way. But and then Article Nine talks about the sin in the world. So that Article Nine. Re- reflects article eight a little bit but basically saying that that attraction that you feel is not what god intended okay okay but it doesn't disqualify you from christianity gotcha yeah just like any any sin you yeah. might and, have any, any is what they're saying okay article nine says we affirm that sin distorts sexual desires by directing them away from the marriage covenant and towards sexual immorality uh-huh a distortion that includes both heterosexual and homosexual immorality, premarital sex or masturbation or any of those sort of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We deny that an enduring pattern of desire for sexual immorality justifies sexually immoral behavior. So basically saying that sin distorts your sexual desire. Uh Uh-huh. So when the world fell, Yep. In Genesis 3, and Adam and Eve ate from the tree, and sin was brought into the world, that sin has had an effect on people, which we would all agree with if, uh-huh. you, if, you, are, if you believe in the Bible, but that sin has had an effect on, on the human race. And, so, and so what they're saying is now this, the, the fact that, that people are um, attracted to same sex or thinks, think they're a boy when they were born a girl or vice versa, all that is a result of the fall, yes. brokenness, sin entering sin this world. Entering into this because world. of that, people are born with a desire that's not God-given yeah. and not equal to what God wants them to be is what they're saying. But correct? The, but the, yes, correct. But the we deny part is it says that just because you have an enduring pattern of desire for sexual immorality, it does not justify sexually immoral behavior. Okay, so just because you feel that way doesn't mean you, you act on it. Yes. Okay. Right. According to this saying. article. All right. Yep. And then... We're at Article Ten. This is this is the one that has a lot of people. This is the big yeah. This is the one that that well, 
people are upset about the whole thing, obviously. Yeah. But, but like, even in the Christian world. Yeah. Yeah. People is, are upset about this part of it. All right. Article number 10. So listen carefully. Listen, everyone. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> listen. Pay attention. <laughs> we affirm. Stop chewing gum. <laughs> we affirm that it is sinful to approve of homosexual immorality or transgenderism and that such approval constitutes an essential departure from Christian faithfulness and witness. We deny that the approval of homosexual immorality or transgenderism is a matter of moral indifference about which otherwise faithful Christians should agree to disagree. So mm-hmm. what this is saying is that basically if you don't, think it is a sin biblically if you affirm it then you are not thinking and acting the way a christian should is basically what it's saying there is a departure from christian faithfulness and witness an essential departure yeah so basically what it's this is saying is you can't debate this issue Mm -hmm. at this point it's either you think it's a sin and you're correct christianity wise or you don't think it's a sin and you are not thinking christian like like a correct Christian does. Yeah. Therefore, you are not acting like a Christian. Therefore, right. you might not be a Christian. They don't go as far to say that you might not be a Christian, but the word essential departure is sh- close sh- it to, sure to alludes suggesting to it. that. Yeah, it sure alludes to it. This is the part that like, I don't know, it's, it's the part that annoys me the most. Mm-hmm. Like the the rest of it, I get it. I know yeah. what, I know what, most pastors believe, and I understand why they're making a statement. Mm-hmm. If I understand why people disagree with it because they don't think it's a sin, I get all. And that. I, I personally agree with a lot of this statement. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of, of the that, a lot of parts that I do agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't agree with saying that you can't debate it because there are people that have done a lot of exegetical work mm-hmm. and have really looked into it, and they have found a different understanding. Maybe you can say that the understanding is so that they can affirm something that's more natural i don't know but i it's hard for me to say that you can't even have a debate on it at this point Mm -hmm. um, with some of the stuff that happens and because you might not agree completely with it um that you have i don't know it's that 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 one kind of bothers me a little bit yeah yeah that's that's the hard part because there are a lot of christians on both sides of this yeah and and there are a lot of smart christians Mm -hmm. on both sides of this Mm -hmm. That, that have done the work, have looked up mm-hmm. what the biblical text actually meant. And I've heard arguments on both sides. Both I've heard compelling arguments on both sides. Yeah. And I'm not nearly as smart as some of these people. And to say that, well, if you're not on the right side of this, mm-hmm. that this is a line in the sand type thing, I, I don't yeah. know. It's just, it, And we'll maybe touch on this a little later, but it's just making it too much of a, here's the issue, and it's not the fact that it's real people that are struggling with this. And right, that's what right. kind of is... This article and a lot of other ones are bothering me with it, but yeah. Now, see, I, and I, I'll feel I'm okay saying this because we've we've gone back and forth with how much we should we should share and uh, you know exactly what our personal beliefs are and those sort of thing. But I'm okay saying that I find it hard to read through scripture and read through what the Bible says and affirm homosexuality. I, I have a difficult time doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do agree with a most things that are said in yeah. this statement but i i will say that there went back you know a few years ago even just five years ago my stance was even harder that homosexuality is a sin mm-hmm. um and i i still am am there but th- this is really 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 strong words talking about an essential departure from christian faithfulness and witness um, I think I, I think you and I kind of fall in the same 
thought where five ten years ago it was like there's no like we're we were article 10 yeah um and the more we've lived the more people we've talked to the more friends we've made yeah um all that stuff it's kind of made it where it's like we still think it's a sin but we're struck we struggle a little with it and the things i rest with is am i struggling with it because mm-hmm. um i just don't i want it to not be a sin and right. because i know people that really go with through it and, I, and it'd be easier to go that way um or do am i struggling with it because maybe i'm getting it wrong and i've just yeah. been so with tradition so that's the thing that i currently am wrestling with and i'm probably gonna wrestle with it for the rest of my life on how that is i haven't like really gone too much in depth just like to like the counter argument to it honestly um but that's some of the things that have made it a struggle for me is that i'm i wrestle with it because and i don't know if it's because i just want it to not be a sin yeah but then i read romans 12 and it's really hard for me to say that because of certain passages that seem to be so clear i'll be i'll be absolutely clear i i don't want this to be a sin yeah i don't either I, i i don't want it to be i just from scripture that i've read I I can't find a way around it. But I'm also on the camp of I think there are people that that believe it is not a sin mm-hmm. and and they're Christians and they yeah. have a legit understanding of it. Yeah. And I I I'm not at article 10 saying there's no way that that can be true at this yeah. point. Cuz I 5 10 years ago I was. Mm-hmm. I'm I, not that way anymore. I'm not even so sure that a person who is living a an homosexual a homosexual lifestyle I'm not even sure that there is absolutely no way for that person to go to heaven. Yeah, so that's Article 10 is the hardest, one, the hardest, hardest one for me, being a person that's kind of mm-hmm. agrees with a good amount of the statements. Because, but I understand the other side yeah. of people that are Christian that don't. Because it, it says, we affirm that it is sinful to approve of homosexual immorality. My problem is, even though I, I may believe that it is sin to have a, a homosexual um, lifestyle or a transgender lifestyle... Um, my problem is if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, I don't expect you to, 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 to live the way that I live because I do believe in Jesus mm-hmm. and I do believe in what the Bible says. If you don't believe that, then I can't expect you to, to, to behave that way. Why would you follow what the Bible says if you don't believe in the exactly. Bible? So it's not that I am affirming of it, but it is, to me, not the most important issue. Yeah, yeah. The most important issue is do you know Jesus? Yeah. And then my job is not to to turn a gay person straight. Correct. My job is to introduce you to Jesus Christ, and then Jesus works on you, and Jesus works on me and my personal convictions and my personal hangups that that I have in my life. Yep. You know, so so it's not that I want to affirm it, but it's it's just not the most important thing. But but I think why they are deciding to write this statement, and mm-hmm. we can even start to get into this too. I know there's like four more articles, but yeah, they're all kind of. At this point, they're all kind of the same after this. But right. um, what the reason why I guess they decided we need to write this statement, which was a question I had, like, why do you feel like you have to mm-hmm. give the statements? Because um, they feel like if homosexuality is a sin, yeah, then we can't just allow people to live a destructive lifestyle yeah. like that would be. The reason why a lot of people say that why is that a sin is because the lifestyle they're living is a lifestyle of just loving somebody else. Mm-hmm. So that's a big the big argument against like that's yeah. that's not dis- there's nothing destructive not about not hurting that. anybody else not hurting anybody else yeah like I understand the argument of of why you should not have premarital sex mm-hmm. because 
premarital sex is not just a, a body thing. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's an emotional thing and a spiritual thing. Right. So when you do and that, and when you save somebody, yourself for marriage, that's the best sex that you could possibly yeah, have. Yeah. Um, not initially. <laughs> but I mean, in your marriage. I'm not saying the first time. First time, it will not be fun. <laughs> because you're right. I was a virgin when I got married. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> it's just well, I know a lot of people that are like that are like so excited, and then it's it's not as easy the first time, and they're right. like, we wait all the time. Whatever. Anyways, um, be, but a lot of people think that it's just a physical thing when it's not. It's not just a physical thing. Right. So when you do something like that with somebody else. Um, Bible that's talks about how that is a sin different than all other sins because it's two becoming one. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you deal with somebody else that you're never meant to do it with, yeah. there's going to be those scars stuff. I mean, I, I've I was not a virgin when I got married, and I'm still living with some of those scars mm-hmm. of of what I decided to do before I met Erica. So I I, I understand that that even that part even more. Where people would say that say it's not a sin, it's like they're just loving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone else yeah. who cares yeah. who they are, and 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 I understand why they they would say yeah. that, um, but yeah, that's the, the my main thing was like why at first why feel the need to write this, right? Because uh, we all everyone would have guessed what what you felt <laughs> about it. Uh, so why so Shane, why do you think they decided they needed to write this? Well, Article Number Eleven reflects it. <laughs> okay. <go ahead. laughs> Article number 11 says, We affirm our duty to speak the truth in love at all times, including when we speak to or about one another as male or female. Mm -hmm. We deny any obligation to speak in such ways that dishonor God's design of his image bearers as male and female. So right there, they're saying... We we believe that we have a duty and an obligation to speak the truth in love. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people would say this is not in love. Yes, this this whole this whole covenant. A lot of people would say that. Yeah. So and I understand where they're coming from, especially because of the timing of when this was released. The timing of it is a is major issue. It when was, was this released? August thirtieth. What was happening around that time? Right after Charlottesville. <laughs> all right, and right after all the racism that's going on, and also directly in the middle of Hurricane Harvey. Yeah. So yeah. like there are people who are really struggling and in hurt and are hurting and in pain and Nashville is not that far away. No. And and then all of a sudden evangelicals release and then you got Joel Osteen, which we already talked yeah. about. And then and evangelical pastors and, and a council release this statement that a lot of people find extremely offensive and hurtful and full of hate and not love. They could have released this whenever they wanted to. They could have waited a couple of months. But instead, they chose. And now, this was probably when they were planning on releasing this. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, and they just. Well, stuck, I think stuck I with think it, it might have been a year after. After I don't I don't know. I thought there was a significance to why oh, they released it on the, on this date, a uh, year after some ruling when it came to gay marriage. I think I'm not. Sure. I don't know. Um, I, I need. I but need, I regardless of all of that, they could have said, you know what, we're planning on releasing it this day. Let's just wait a little bit longer. Yeah, there's things going on in this world that. That are more pressing. More pressing. So let's, in a sense, we want to love other people. Yeah. We're going to wait to release this. There but are, instead, they decided we people need to know. Right. Which, first off, I don't know. It's right. a debatable whether we need to know it because we know it. Like, <laughs> like most people yeah, know exactly. it. Exactly. Like, uh, there, there are other things more pressing than another Christian coming out and denouncing homosexuality and transgenderism. Yeah. Like that, they, uh, the world knows. Yeah. Right for for the most part, the world knows, and so even though it, it it is our duty to speak the truth and love at all times, this is not the most important thing in the world at this moment. And I don't even see how this is a loving way to do it. It's making it just a, an issue yeah. and a statement. Like even for me, believing that 
mm-hmm. that homosexual lifestyle is a sin. I I even feel bad just making a public statement on a podcast because right. I know yeah. there's people that are truly suffering from uh-huh. this and are truly like have not chosen to do this like yeah. I used to think and and have this legitimate temptation of something that they perceive as mm-hmm. well, I'm not doing anything to harm anybody and I would even agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like so that's the part that's like uh that that Mm-hmm. Even even now, I'm having trouble mm-hmm. doing that because I know it affects personal people in personal ways. People yeah. that I know, people that I love, mm-hmm. and people I have true friendships with. So when people talk to me about it and say, what's your stance on it? I tell them, mm-hmm. but I say, but I think you should look it up. Yeah. I think you should do the homework. Someone like Martin, who's done way more homework than you and me yeah. have, I, I'll, I'm going to see him in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I yeah. truly believe that. Yeah. Um, and and because he's done so much more research and, and actually done some of the work. Yeah. So I always encourage people to do the same thing. Do the work. Do Look it up mm-hmm. yourself. Here's what I get mm-hmm. out of it. And I may change at some point. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how God's going to move my heart or if it's just going to be right. my selfish desires moving it. Mm-hmm. But I, I have trouble personally doing that, let alone making a big statement in the worst possible time when you know what's going on in the yeah. world around you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, what I've all, what we fully believe, and this is this is how Jesus practiced uh, practice his ministry was have a relationship first. Yeah. It's not it's not more important to tell somebody everything that they're doing wrong before you even know them. And so throwing out a blanket statement like this, I I fully believe that the best way to go about if you believe that that something is a sin, instead of just broadcasting it to the masses, yeah. you have a relationship with somebody Build a friendship so that they trust you, that they know you, and they know that you love them, that mm-hmm. you care for them. That's the first step. Without that, mm-hmm. then everything else falls on deaf ears. Yeah. So, so releasing this statement in the midst of everything that's going on, it doesn't. Uh, do you know any homosexual person who will read this and say, "Oh, they're right." Yeah. Oh, it changed my mind. It's just like the, what we talked about with social media. It's like putting everything out on Facebook. Like it's it's not. This is not going to change anybody's mind. It's just the people who already agree with this are going to go, "Yep, I agree with that." And the people who who already disagree with this are going to go, "Yep, I disagree with that." It doesn't change anything. And the people that say, "See, this is why I don't want anything to do with Christianity," yeah. is going to say, "Look, here's gives further evidence reason. for it." Another reason. Like so, if you look at Jesus, mm-hmm. like here's here's something I always think about when I think about the homosexuality because that's what always gets brought up when we do uh, sermon series where we say ask a question that you want to ask mm-hmm. and we'll like what's the number one that's always asked? It's right. always about whether being gay is a sin, all that stuff. Yeah. Because um, it's a hot topic. It's a hot topic. But in Jesus' time, how many times did he talk about homosexuality? Mm-hmm. He didn't talk he about didn't. it once. But what did he talk the most about? Money. Yeah. Money yeah, is, is money, money. Um, not an issue for us anymore. <laughs> no, greed is as much an issue yeah. now as ever. But and and we have some of these pastors on this list mm-hmm. who probably make a good amount of money. Yeah. Who probably s- struggle with greed, just like most of us do. Right. But yeah, they don't talk talk about that at all. They didn't write a statement on that. <laughs> so they didn't write a statement on that. They barely say anything about divorce, which is as clear in, in as day in the Bible as well. But they don't mm-hmm. even. Basically, they, you have to like find ways to find right, divorce right, in that right. statement. But no, they make a very clear statement on, on something like homosexuality, something that we put so much time and energy in. Yeah. When who cares yeah, after yeah, a while? Yeah. Like I get like that if if it's a sin, then you want to help people find their way. Just go go help people that are suffering from a yeah. hurricane right now. Then writing a statement yeah. that that's only going to help people that already believe what you believe and right. only going to hurt everyone else. Mm-hmm. 
like there's troop there's actual people that are trying to live a good life mm-hmm. of loving other people that happen to be attracted to the same sex and they just think well it's just me loving somebody so mm-hmm. i'm just gonna go with it well i just don't that's the stuff that bothers me yeah. jesus didn't think it was that important to really touch touch on it at all mm-hmm. but he touched on money all the time yeah yeah so well, and some people would say just to just to give the other side some people would say that homosexuality maybe wasn't as big of an issue during that time. It wasn't like the world was accepting of it. Now there were still it, there there are instances in the Bible of homosexuality. There's tons of instances. But it, in but the it Bible, wasn't though. like the whole world was affirming of it. So so that's what people would argue. Like at, at Jesus's time, that wasn't the hot topic. Everybody pretty much agreed with it, even though it may have happened, you know, in different instances. But it wasn't like the whole world was like, oh yeah, yeah, that that that's okay. So, yeah. so that's that. People say, well, he didn't talk about it because that wasn't the issue at the time. So, just to play, just to play both sides. I don't. We. I want to make sure that we are giving every side that we can possibly give. Let, let's yep, just get the I last agree. few articles. Article twelve. We affirm that the grace of God and Christ gives both merciful pardon and transforming power, and that this pardon and power enable a follower of Jesus to put to death sinful desires and to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. So that you can be forgiven and that you can overcome yeah. the sin. Any sin. Any, any sin. sin, specifically this yep. one that they were talking about. We deny that the grace of God and Christ is insufficient to forgive all sexual sins and to give power for holiness to every believer who feels drawn into sexual sin. So we get that. Yep. Article number 13, we affirm that the grace of God and Christ enables sinners to forsake transgender self-conceptions and by divine forbearance to accept the God-ordained link between one's biological sex and one's self-conception as male or female. We deny that the grace of God in Christ sanctions self-conceptions that are at odds with God's revealed will. Explain that. (laughs) Basically what this is saying is through the grace of God, a person who believes that they are transgender can forsake that belief. Okay, so it's almost mirroring what they just said the article before. Yeah, yeah, sim- similar to, to what it said before, but this is talking specifically about transgenderism okay. and the self-conception of believing that even though my you're born a guy, yeah, you're my reproductive a girl, system, yeah. my reproductive system may say I'm a guy, I believe that I'm a girl. Yeah. So that that's that's what that's saying there by the grace of God that people can overcome that and then the last article we affirm that christ jesus has come into the world to save sinners and that through christ's death and resurrection forgiveness of sins and eternal life are available to every person who repents of sin and trusts in christ alone as a savior as savior lord and supreme treasure we deny that the lord's arm is too short to save or that any sinner is beyond his reach that's just christianity what christianity is it's it's jesus saves us from jesus is big enough for everybody for our sins yeah now that so that so that predestination sort of argument, but well, that what yeah. they're trying to show there is love. Still, yes. is what they're trying to show mm-hmm. in a general statement. Yes, yes. <laughs> that at the worst possible time. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to show love at the end. Mm-hmm. So here's that's, that's all the articles. Okay, here's we've kind of touched on what bothers us about it. Let me give one thing that I actually understand why they release yeah. the statement, even though we're kind of. At least here's the opposite side to it. Not that I necessarily agree with it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an example of of Judas Smith not that long ago was preaching a sermon and he alluded to the fact. Pastor in Washington, right? uh, City Church. Uh, he's I think ju- Seattle. Either way, yeah, he's Seattle. He's Justin Bieber's uh, pastor. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> so um, that he alluded to in a sermon that um, that they are an affirming church. He yeah. alluded to it and he didn't say it clear outright, but it sure sounded like it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people started like praising a gay affirming church. Yes, um, 
a lot of people started praising him for it. Um, and then people started saying, okay, well, does that mean you will baptize people that are in a same-sex uh, relationship or, or same-sex marriage? Does that mean that you will let them lead a small group? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. From all this stuff, they started to get a little bit backlash with that or questions like that. They took that part of the sermon out yeah. and they haven't made any clear statement. So I heard a lot of people at that time saying, you need to be clear on, instead of just acting like you're affirming so that we will come to your church and then when we try to get baptized we then find out then you need to be clear up front right that what you believe so that way we don't come in thinking that we're mm-hmm. we're being duped almost yeah a lot of times people think that think that churches will say what they need to say to get you in the doors you know why people think that because, because they, they say that because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's true uh, so, so and i and i and judah smith uh, yeah. is probably a good example especially when you're a really big church like that mm-hmm. um so so a lot of people said well, they need to be clear. Well, here is 150 pastors that are now being clear. Yeah. There. So you go to um, a, a church that France France Chan doesn't lead a, a church normal nor, like normal. If Francis Chan church. shows up to your house and does a home church in your <laughs> living room. You know. You know what he's. You know what he agrees. Yeah. So. Um, so you can't have it both ways. Where yeah. some people say uh, you need to show it, and then yeah. they do, and they show it, and they show it the way you don't like. It. You're like, well, why would you show it? Mm-hmm. So you. So I get that part They're of honest it. Honest and upfront and transparent. Yes. Um, the timing is terrible and I don't love the way that just make a blanket statement on mm-hmm. an issue that is so much more complex than just a blanket statement. Yeah, yeah. I think they tried to do a pretty good job with the way they worded it to be specific, but um, yeah, I don't... So do, yeah. do you think we gave kind of both sides? I think we more, more gave one side. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you can tell where, where, how we felt about it. <laughs> but Well, it's weird because we're, we're like... Agree with most of the statements, yeah. but don't, I just agree don't think with, it's necessary. But don't agree with the statement. <laughs> I, I agree with most of what it says. Still, it's just like, well, why? Yeah, like yeah. I, I fully believe that the best way to go about these sort of things is relationships, yeah. and there's no relationship here. Yeah, maybe we're being hypocritical by yeah just doing on a podcast about relationships. Yeah, but but too, I mean, but. it brings because it does give you like a hard. It's it's difficult because like what you just said. I don't want people to like. I I do think that it is somewhat important for people to understand where you're at, and you shouldn't hide your beliefs yeah. and what you believe to be true, and what and we shouldn't be ashamed of what the gospel says. Uh-huh. There just I believe is a is a is a proper way to go about it, a loving way, which is what they said they're trying to do, yeah. and a non loving way to go about it. Yeah. Um. So that's that's the hard part for me. Yeah. I and mean, what we're trying to do is is be honest mm-hmm. with what we believe, but also be respectful of the fact that it's people that are that that are affected that are affected by this that yeah. we aren't and so it's easy it's for us as thing. yeah yeah it's easy for us as to straight white males yeah. to say this right because <laughs> you know what i mean so like but we are also pastors mm-hmm. and we are also called to to lead and to teach and, and so i and preach and, truth and yeah. some of it is just being vulnerable like yeah. the, my vulnerability now is i do believe in most of that says, but I'm not as strong with the beliefs that I used to be. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I struggle with it. And I, cause I, cause I, and we said it before, I maybe cause I don't want it to be, yeah. or I don't know, but it's Here, here's with. where you can't go wrong. Just pursue Jesus. Yeah. Pursue Jesus without any other, uh, preconceived notions uh-huh. and pursue Jesus to pursue truth not justify what you already believe. Yeah, which is hard for anyone. It's extremely hard. you and me. And so a, a, a lot of times what I pray is, God, no matter what I have already believed throughout my entire life, reveal truth to me, reveal convictions that I need in my life. I just want to pursue Jesus. If you pursue Jesus, you cannot go wrong. Because imagine for you and me, yeah. 
Um, and I don't want this to be like poor as us at all because it's mm-hmm. not. But if you and me started to really go and pursue, okay, what is the Bible actually saying about this? What does yeah. the Greek or whatever originally say in the context? And we get to a point of like, oh, we don't actually think it's a sin anymore. Mm-hmm. That would suck. Our job would be we be at risk because mm-hmm. because of, of the nomination and all and, and what their strong beliefs are yeah. and if we were talking about it in a public way so so that's a challenge for us too mm-hmm. to like because it's hard for me to go about it um and trying to find truth yeah. when i know what's at risk if mm-hmm. i change it yeah. <laughs> too yeah and i think that's where a lot of pastors probably fall right. like if if somebody if if um if joel osteen dis did did the exegetical work and decided? Oh wait, I actually think mm-hmm. it's not a same anymore. And he gave that out. There would be riots. Yeah, like people would be really mad right, at him, right. and he would suffer a lot because of yeah. it. Um, so it's hard to pursue something and actually look for truth. So in the same way, if you're listening and you would completely disagree with us, I completely respect the fact that you disagree with yeah. our stance. You're a Christian. And you're like, no, but I don't think. Then we encourage you to do the same thing that we are going to do for the yep. rest of our lives, mm-hmm. and that is seek truth, yeah. not just confirmation of what you already believe. We, we can love each other and have different beliefs. Yes. Absolutely 100% possible. Um, and so, and even though as, uh, to get back to what you're saying about denominations, like uh, my beliefs line up with the denomination that I'm a pastor of, uh, the, the, the denomination of the church that I'm a pastor of. My beliefs line up with that. But I am a Jesus follower before first. I am a denomination Always follower. Always first. Always first. Mm-hmm. So if, if, at some point in my life, in my pursuit to know Jesus more and better, if there is something different with what I discover and what the denomination that I am a part of mm-hmm. believes, I'm going with what Jesus said. Yep. You know what I mean? Even though I believe that the denomination lines up with what Jesus said. Anyways, that's, exactly. a, that's a whole nother. So, so here's what I want to encourage everyone's listening, especially if you disagree with maybe our belief or our take on the national statement and stuff. Yeah. We'd, I'd love to hear yeah. from, it, Let us from know. people. Um, cause in a loving way. In a loving way, um, can we try to do it in a loving way? Let us know in a loving way. You can you can email us. You can do a lot of different stuff. Shane, how else could they contact? Oh, <laughs> oh they're easy. You could you could ride an ostrich, uh, write a note, tape it on its butt, slap its butt, send it our way. An ostrich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what made you think of an ostrich? You way? could you could steal some crocodile eggs, and when the crocodile comes up, you wrestle the crocodile, put a note on it, slap its butt, Anyways, send our way. Okay. 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 Anyways, you so, could find Topper wherever he is. Wherever he is, wrestle him down. We haven't seen him. Slap his butt. Don't even tell him where to go. He'll find us. <laughs> we haven't seen him since yeah. since the last one. Yeah. But uh, Hopefully it's okay. anyways, well, um, thank you guys so much for for listening to this week um, in uh, in Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast Land. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> um, uh, we haven't said this in a while, but if you would love to give us a five star review, uh-huh. we need it. We need it. Maybe you don't agree with us right now. <laughs> maybe maybe hold off on that review yeah, until yeah, you yeah. calm down. But uh, uh, we would love any five-star reviews. Thank you for those that have already done that. Like us on Facebook, all that stuff. And also, we have a Patreon page if you want to um, help us out in another way besides just listening, besides just going to five-star reviews. You can help us um, cover some of our costs, and we would love you and greatly appreciate that. But if you don't do that, then whatever. We don't like you anymore. Yeah. I'm just kidding. See ya. Um, all right, well... We just read a statement that had a lot of uh, affirmations and denials. So yeah. I think it's only fair that as a podcast, mm-hmm. we at least, we just have one article. Of, yeah. And, uh, so can, why don't you affirm something and I'll deny something? Okay. Okay. okay that sounds <laughs> what do you good. Got? So we don't know what each other going to say. Huh? <laughs> Perfect. All right. So let's see. Nacho Mama's Christian Podcast affirms 
that Eric is permanently skating on thin ice and at any moment, <laughs> based upon his actions, can be demoted to intern status. <clears throat> okay. Nice. And here at Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast, we deny that Shane has clever intros hey. and that he's ever, we've ever gained more listeners because of the way he's introduced his podcast and what he's brought to the table. Hmm. Well, thanks for doing it in a loving <laughs> way. Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. To support the podcast, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Podcast. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.